we approach the end of the year, it presents us with a wonderful opportunity to reflect, to bend back time and direct the light onto the events that have transpired this past year, or perhaps for some of us, the past several years. It also presents us with a beautiful opportunity to decide which activities or habits we will continue into the new year and beyond, as well as determine the activities or habits we will bring to an end. Dr. Henry Cloud wrote a great book called Necessary Endings, where he helps guide readers to make decisions on businesses, relationships, habits, ventures that must come to a necessary ending. This is no easy task, because in most cases, it is not objectively clear that one thing or another should come to an end, because there might possibly be some fruit that is actually coming from it, or may come from it in the near future, or you don't want to disrupt a relationship because you don't want to bring harm to another person. The analogy that Dr. Cloud used that hit home to me in a significant way is one of a rose bush and a gardener. Basically, there is a rose bush with several healthy buds growing on it. However, the gardener must come along and prune the buds that are stealing valuable nutrients and resources from the buds with the potential to blossom into the most beautiful rose. We must be the gardener in our own lives, despite how painful and scary and confusing it may be, or how many people may not understand why we are pruning a perfectly good rosebud, we must prune it anyway. For me, the task of pruning is one that I think of often. As many of you know, I am constantly seeking to fulfill God's will in and for my life, because in doing so, I will be fulfilling my God-given potential and giving Him glory in the process. Still, it doesn't mean that determining what to prune, how to prune it, or when to prune it comes easy to me. In fact, it's quite the opposite. It's often terrifying, which is why for me, it doesn't happen alone. This process begins internally for me with a gut feeling, a sense that something needs to change or some action needs to be taken. But usually, I have some kind of an emotional attachment to either A, whatever it is that needs to be pruned or where I am or the situation or fill in the blank. I have some kind of emotional attachment that is keeping me stuck and preventing me from pruning it. So what I begin to do is take it to prayer and meditation. Then as things become more clear and ideas begin to percolate to the surface, I continue to look at the variety of buds or opportunities before me. And then I seek out wise counsel, typically from people that know me well, my wife, my closest friends, my spiritual director, Rob, who also happens to be my dentist, my priest, and I invite them into the pruning process. First, I invite them in prayer to offer prayer for me and then offer their practical advice and wisdom. Some people who have practical advice because they've been there before, some people are wise because they've experienced similar situations that are not necessarily germane to the task at hand, but they have wisdom that I am seeking. 
And they are helping, in essence, to guide my hands as the gardener to make sure that I am pruning the right things. As is taught in my book, Master the Key, those people that I invite into this process, they make up parts of my thriving community because they are curious about my success. They are eager to collaborate with me in it. And they have earned the ability to correct me in love when I veer off path or stay in one lane for too long. As many of you know, this process for me, the impact entrepreneurship and all of that stuff began early in the financial crisis. And from, from technically, the financial crisis ended in March of 2009, but it left a lot of destruction in its wake and it took most of us years to recover, myself included. And in 2015, I personally really felt like I was on the road to recovery, but I wanted to do something that had an impact beyond what I was doing on a daily basis. Plus, I really felt the need to grow personally, to focus on my own personal development and help me understand that my giftedness, my sense of worth is not attached to my past failures or my future victories. So in December of 2015, I decided that beginning a podcast would be the best and easiest way to facilitate that personal growth and serve other people in the process. And so in April of 2016, I launched the Impact Entrepreneur Show with the intention of learning how others are using the impact moments of their lives to have a game-changing impact in the lives of others. And what an incredible adventure and gift it has been to me. And with nearly 100,000 downloads over the course of the last 195 weeks, I've done just that. Each week, I have been able to borrow your time with hopes of providing you with conversations that remind you of what you're capable of and breathes life into your potential and encourages you to take action so that you too can have a game-changing impact in the lives of others. Hundreds of you have reached out to me over the three-plus years that I've been doing this and shared how the show has impacted you and changed the way you live your life. I, of course, have benefited greatly, too, as a result of being the host of the Impact Entrepreneur Show. I've been able to meet and befriend some incredible human beings. I've had conversations with some of my personal heroes like Lou Holtz. I have been able to honor my wife on the podcast and share our journey with you. I have been deeply inspired by the strength, courage, and resilience of each of my guests. Perhaps one of the most important ways I've benefited in this journey is the discovery of the concepts that would become my first book, Master the Key, a story to free your potential, find meaning, and live life on purpose, which is now available in ebook, print, and audio. Had to drop a little plug in there. The impact the message of that book is having in the world and in readers and now listeners' lives is inspiring to me and humbling to me as well. You know, as I'm reading this script that I typed out for myself, I'm pausing and and thinking about 195 weeks. You know, that's just shy of four years. And how often do we invest in our own continuing education outside of high school for some of us or college for others or 
you know, graduate school. Outside of that, we oftentimes just get stuck on the conveyor belt of life, as Victoria LaBaum aptly puts it, and we don't invest in ourselves. And this has definitely been an investment in myself, and I've been honored to take you along with me on this journey. But over the course of the last several months, I have felt that gut instinct emerge, that instinct that said something that needed to change. And with the launch of the book and the speaking engagements that have come as a result, I've been seeking wise counsel on where to go from here. It's once again a season of pruning, or as Dr. Cloud puts it, necessary endings. And so with that, this will be the final episode of the Impact Entrepreneur Show. This has not been an easy decision for me, and it's been full of emotion, but I need to follow through on what God is calling me to do. It has been my great honor to be your host on this show and to share the microphone with so many incredible human beings. I want to emphatically state that I am not quitting. I am pruning. In fact, I will share with you that the Impact Entrepreneur will still be my personal brand for my writing, speaking, and other media appearances because my mission is still to have a game-changing impact in the lives of others. But in 2020, I am co-creating something that more closely aligns with and encompasses my Catholic faith as well as my role as an entrepreneur. It's called Catholic CEO. That's the word Catholic with EO at the end. The organization will exist to bridge the intersections of faith, family, commerce, and community by creating spaces where Catholic entrepreneurs, executives, and evangelists from around the globe can gather to enrich their faith, thrive at home, win well in business, and deepen connection. There will be a ton of new content coming from myself, as well as the community of Catholic entrepreneurs, executives, and entrepreneurs who will be involved in building this. If you want to learn more about how you can get involved or learn more about the mission and vision of this organization, you can email me at info at the impact entrepreneur.net or at mike at catholicceo.com. That's the word catholic and then eo.com. Mike at catholicceo.com. But as we wrap up this final episode, there are a few people who I want to thank specifically. Foremost is my wife, Lisa. She has been and continues to be my greatest champion, cheerleader, supporter, and number one fan. And she has played an absolute key and critical role in my discernment process in this next adventure. I also want to say thank you to Kelly Edwards, Jennifer Montgomery, and the entire Lot Marketing Group team who have been such incredible supporters of mine over the last three plus years. And if you are in need of a digital agency that can fulfill your website, social media, content strategy needs, you definitely need to reach out to Kelly Edwards and the Lawton Marketing Group. Cody and the team at Crate Media, formerly Podcast Masters, it has been wonderful to watch you guys grow into the awesome agency that you're becoming. Thank you for your kindness and generosity and belief in me. I can't wait to see you continue to grow and blossom into something incredible. Lastly, and most importantly, you, the listener, you haven't heard the last of me, and I invite you to join me on this next adventure 
But thank you for tuning in each week, sharing the message and allowing me to breathe life into your potential. Have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I will certainly be keeping you all in my prayers and I can't wait to see what you create in the years to come. One thing is for certain. When you become who God created you to be, you and everyone around you better brace for impact. That's all for now.